This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, Tig. How's it going? It's going all right. Okay. Uh, yeah. We have a lot to get into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we really do. A lot to cover. Yeah, a lot to cover that, you know, who knows if we covered it, but it's it's a really interesting movie that we discuss. Yes, yeah. it is. So let's just get right into it. You guys are going to love this mm-hmm. podcast. <laughs> this podcast or this documentary? podcast because we know what happens in the podcast ladies and jerks welcome to the social dilemma it all started when tig and cheryl met in the mid 2000s hey nice to meet you tig i'm cheryl hines hi cheryl i'm tig notaro should we do a podcast about documentaries yes a podcast about documentaries is microphone on five furious frogs fiddling faintly furious frogs fiddling faintly I am the first ever podcast, and Tick and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Tig, hey. Hey, Cheryl, hey. How are you doing? You hanging in there? I am. I've had, um, yesterday was probably my best day in the past couple of weeks. Um, Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you had some nice support coming mm-hmm. from our little snorkels. Yes, I did. Really, really very. I I just love our listeners. <laughs> I, know. I don't. I'm not going to get emotional because because uh-huh. um, I do about things that other people mm-hmm. find weird. But anyway, hands on a hard body. Well, I feel like it makes sense to feel all that about snorkels, but not yeah. about putting hands on a hard body. But he gave that's where his we truck to his wife after he sacrificed. I don't know how he wanted that truck. How long he had his hands on that hard truck. body? Hard body. How are you, Cheryl? I'm. Uh, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm really good. Wood. Or uh, I feel today. I feel good. So I'm just going to celebrate that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. It's hard. My daughter's getting. She's graduating from high school, and it's like. I just feel like there's like a little countdown clock happening. Where is she going to go? She's going to go to SMU in Dallas, Mm. which is, you know, close enough. What made her choose SMU? Oh, Tig, she had a boyfriend that was going there and 
it doesn't seem to be working out. But she's made friends there and she's still excited about the school. So it's all fine. But that's what sort of, for some reason, there are a lot of, uh, oh, I, now this feels like a very personal conversation, but that's what we do. Um, a lot of uh, kids in LA that like to go to SMU. You know, I've oddly spent a lot of time at SMU. Oh, you have? Not as a student, but my friend Shannon went there um, for maybe a year. And uh, I had good times at SMU, yeah. but I have good times whenever wherever I'm Wherever you go, you bring, oh, I thought you were just going to say wherever you go. Well, I try to, but yeah, I'm quite familiar with SMU. Yeah. Well, I wish Kat all the best. And uh, Thank you. when does she leave for Dallas? Um, August. anyway let's not let's not dwell on it Mm -hmm. it's uh, i'm just i'm just uh, enjoying my time with her (laughs) it's weird though it's a weird no you are gonna lose your (laughs) tiny little mind when it happens because you're like oh i've been taking care of this person these people yeah (sighs) that's how i refer to my children this person (laughs) (laughs) i've been caring for this person caring for this person and now they're leaving me it's just weird i don't know Mm -hmm. anyway anyway tig shall we get into it yeah we've got a lot to cover yeah for once for once now i've seen this documentary twice oh you saw it before when did you see it i saw it in the middle of the pandemic which it's wasn't relaxing Mm -hmm. it's like the pandemic hit and it and everybody you know you're watching the news and there there's the death ticker and yeah, everybody's yeah. like, if you go outside, yeah. you're you're gonna die. And yeah. it's like, oh, well then I'll watch And some people did. And some people did. Yeah. And then I'll watch the social dilemma to get mm-hmm. my mind off things. Mm-hmm. And it's wasn't um joyful and uplifting, but very interesting. Yeah. So today we're talking about the social dilemma. It's a twenty twenty docudrama. Oh yeah, docudrama. Yes. I wanna talk about that part. Directed by Jeff Orlowski. The film combines <laughs> interviews with high-ranking employees from Silicon Valley and presents a critique of social media platforms and their effect on society. The Social Dilemma premiered at Sundance and after its subsequent release on Netflix was viewed by more than 38 million households in its first month of availability. <gasps> 38 million people saw it the first month it came out in the middle of that friggin' pandemic that's insane. i mean i guess we're still in the middle of the friggin' pandemic i don't mm-hmm. know i mean do you think we're at the tail end of it i hope so thomas feels can like you it. nod one way or the other do you think we're at the thomas tail end? feels like it okay all right thomas is where i get my news these days actually where he's <laughs> always been thomas is you know he's a he reliable yeah he knows everything source of you know, probably this is right. Yeah. Not always. Yeah. We've learned but wouldn't not you always. feel like, Cheryl, if you needed someone or needed to run something by someone? Yeah. Doesn't Thomas feel like I yeah, could trust? Yeah, level-headed. Yeah. 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 He's not, he he's not a cuckoo run bird. on emotions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not like, no, I feel like the world's ending. He'd be like, no, they just <laughs> announced that the world is ending. You know. But by right. the way, I just flew. Oh. <laughs> Talk about the world ending. You know, people are people are nuts on airlines have you noticed this yeah in the last few years yeah. they've gotten even crazier mm-hmm. i was minding my beeswax okay okay i'm sitting in coach yeah. minding my beeswax yeah 
I'm sitting on the aisle. There's a woman, a young woman, like in her 20s, between me and my daughter Kat is sitting on the uh, the window. She likes the window. I like the aisle. That's just what we do. Now, do you always fly coach? I thought you didn't always fly coach. I don't always fly coach, but we went on the spring break trip. And the hotel costs a lot. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. let's, we don't need Move to do everything fancy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sh- shift it around. Nobody's yeah. that fancy. Get yeah. over yourself. Mm-hmm. So we take off. Mm-hmm. And then I lean my chair back, you know, like the two in- it, it yeah. doesn't go back far. Right. It's like two inches. It's yeah. like, boop. And, and I feel somebody banging on the back of my seat. Did you say, who is it? <laughs> I thought, you know what? I thought it was a kid. Because mm. you, have you ha- you've had those flights where like there's a kid that just kicks your seat the whole time and yes. you're like, yeah, boy. Mm-hmm. So at first I thought, oh, this person wasn't ready for me to lean my seat back two inches. I'll give them a chance to settle in. But then the banging kept going. And then I looked back and it's like a, it's like a white middle-aged guy. And I looked at him and I said, are you Okay. And he said, you're the only one with your seat back. Look around. And I was like, I, I was so confused. I, I looked around to see, is he talking to me? I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh-huh. He goes, look around. Nobody has their seat back but you. And I was like, oh, my God. This guy's nuts. Yeah. So I, okay. I didn't engage because also – I, you know, I'm the lady from Curb Your Enthusiasm. I, it's like, I don't need people video taping me. Reclining into two a- inches. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, I'm going to leave this angry man alone. He's got issues about something. I don't know mm-hmm. what, but whatever. So I just. He doesn't like Curb. Didn't engage. <laughs> he hates Curb. Yeah. Did you keep your seat reclined? I did. Okay, good. Out right. of fucking principle. Uh-huh. And so at some point, it looked like his daughter, I don't know what the relationship was, but this very young girl comes from first class to check on him. So it looked like he should have been in first class, but Uh somehow didn't make the cutoff or Uh whatever that was. And I'm sitting there and she comes, you know, are you doing okay? And he goes, yeah, but the crazy lady in front of me won't put her seat up. And I look at the girl next to me and I'm like, is he talking about me? I am like sitting, I'm like doing Wordle on my phone. Like not, I'm not even watching. I wish watching. I knew what Wordle was. No, nah, you don't need to know. Uh, so I'm like, I'm not talking. I'm not watching anything. I'm not. You're just Wordling. I'm Wordling my ass off. Yeah. And there's no way I could be bothering a soul. Mm-hmm. So I look at the girl next to me and I'm like, is he talking about me? And she's like, yeah. It's so weird. So you said that to the person next to you. Is yeah, he talking about because me? at this point, uh-huh. it's really odd. Uh-huh. I mean, he's loud. Uh-huh. He's loudly talking about the crazy lady in front of him. Uh-huh. It's just me. <laughs> he's not a Mr. Thomas type. No, no. Thomas, if he had, feels like if Thomas had a problem with somebody on a, on the airline, he would write a stern letter to the CEO. <laughs> But this guy, he really wanted people to know I was bothering him. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not engaging. I'm still not like, okay, this guy is nuts. So 
Then he gets up to use the bathroom and he bangs on my seat as he goes by. Again, I'm going to ask, did you say, who is it? (laughs) Hello. Hello. Come in. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, this guy. So he goes to first class to talk to, I don't know what, to do whatever. Mm -hmm. I go to the back of the plane to talk to my people And I say to the flight attendants, I'm like, there's a crazy guy sitting behind me that's like banging on my seat Yeah. because I reclined my seat the two inches. And they said, you're allowed to recline your seat. Everyone is. I said, oh, I I agree with you. (laughs) I said, but for some reason, he's very mad about it and he's banging on my seat. And they were like, that's unacceptable. That's not okay. And then the girl that was sitting next to me also went and talked to some flight attendants and Mm -hmm. said... The guy behind this woman next to me is harassing her. And then they called the male flight attendant and he went over and talked to this guy and said, look, if you don't cut it out, we're going to have security escort you off the plane when we land. By the way, this is a two two hour flight. It's not even like, (laughs) this isn't like, oh my God, how is this guy going to make it through a, you know, eight hour flight? This is a two hour flight. Yeah. And then he stopped and then it was all fine but i was like i was hot i i know i have to say i feel like you're typically i'm pretty pretty easygoing yeah yeah i i like it i think it's good especially for somebody like yourself to have those moments and be like Mm-mm. let yourself feel them no thank you Mm-mm. and that's the other thing too would he have done it if i was a guy Mm-mm. If you were Larry. If I was Thomas sitting there. Well, I kept thinking, this is like a curb. Oh, that was the other thing. When I went to talk to the flight attendants, I'm talking to them and they're like, wait a second, aren't you on Curb Your Enthusiasm? <laughs> I was like, I am. I am. like, oh my God, I love that show. They were so sweet because then they were like, we're going to, would you like us to escort you back to your seat? I said, I would love that. So we all <laughs> marched down the aisle. Like, wow. We're not going to take it from this. A-hole. I bet when all that was happening, I was curled up in fetal position crying. Oh. Anyway, should we get into Oh, uh- yes. Anyway. <laughs> it is funny to think about what people are doing when other people are doing other things. What time was it? Uh, this was Sunday mm-hmm. at about uh, 5 p.m. Mm. Is that your crying time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cry clock. You set alarms. Yeah. I did that once. I was so sad. I would set a, an alarm to, so I could go to sleep and then wake up and cry in the middle of the night. Hi, no way. I'm nuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was exhausted, but I also had a lot of crying to do. Yeah. So I said, okay, I'll set my alarm. For some boo-hoos. And then get back to sleep. Wow. Tig. Yes. Okay. The social dilemma. Mm-hmm. Whew. Where do we begin? I mean, you said you saw it before. Yeah. Excuse me. Did it change your behavior when you first saw it? Well, it was very interesting to me because I learned a lot. So what the people in this in this documentary talk about, these are the people that design these social media platforms. Mm-hmm. And they design the, are they algorithms? What are they called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, algorithms to uh, monitor what people do online, and then they can send you targeted ads. So I was this whole time I've been like, mm, no, 
that's okay. I don't mind that. But then when I watch this and they're saying not only do they send targeted ads, but they say, oh, this must be the kind of news that you like and your opinion mm-hmm. of it. So they were saying even, for an example, global warming. This uh, algorithm can tell what you want to hear. So if, depending on who you are, if you Google global warming, if they know that, oh, you're upset about global warming, they will give you more to be upset about. Right. And if they know that you're maybe skeptical, I don't know if there is global warming, then they'll send you articles like this is a hoax. Wouldn't you say these days, if something's called a hoax, it means that uh, it's not a hoax? <laughs> well, it's it's hard, isn't it? Because it the word feels just like feels very um, overused. Yeah, Thomas, um, nod yes or no. I feel like he's in prison. It's so funny. Like he's a a prisoner. Well, he is of sorts. Yes. Um, had you seen we it? We don't before? let him talk. We don't let him out of this. And did little... it change your social media usage? Or I think I was aware of a lot of what they were talking about. And um, the effect it has and how addictive it can be. But I'm already very consciously not like an active Uh social media user. And so it didn't make me feel like, oh, I need to make a major change. But when they put it all together in a documentary, it's alarming for sure. Good answer. Yeah. What about you, Tig? Did it it change you? Well, I feel like I generally knew all of this. And like Thomas said, having it all together, it felt... Uh, alarming, yeah. uh, especially thinking about my children. That's um, what's really hard. Yeah. I How think... do you tell your kids what's true and what's not true? I don't know. Because we don't even know. Exactly. I mean, what do we know? We just know what's Well, me and in. you specifically, not much. Really know nothing. Yeah, we are not a news source of any... <laughs> Please do not <laughs> do come. not take advice from us. No, unless we say, listen. Sometimes I, I have will an say, advice podcast. Okay, yeah. Don't ask to. Yeah. I can give it. I can give some good advice right this minute. Okay, if you have leg cramps, you should drink pickle juice. Have we talked about that before? Let's Uh-oh. take a break, and we will be back <laughs> to discuss pickle Social juice. Del- <laughs> The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And we're back on Tig and Cheryl True Story. If this yes. is your first time tuning in, <laughs> um, don't tune out. 
Because it just gets worse from here. Yeah, you won't believe how much worse it you, gets. You might be thinking, oh, surely they're about to talk about something worthwhile. We are not. You know what I thought, actually, what would be cool <laughs> is to, on this episode, delete a social media account of mine. Mm. And be like, right now, I'm I pressing delete. But it. Stephanie said that she deleted her Twitter account once. Yeah. And then... I don't know, a year later, she was like, oh, I really need to tweet something. And she was able to access her Twitter account again. Oh, wow. Is it that you can't ever really delete anything? I have no idea. There's no way to know. There's no way to know. <laughs> Thomas, I, I turn to you quickly again. Can you delete things forever or no? You can go through steps to permanently delete accounts but they purposely make it really hard to find that option but if you permanently delete it it will be permanently deleted yeah okay mm -hmm. all right good to know i mean it seems like it's got to be available somehow somebody could i don't like that attitude in your <laughs> voice here somebody could get into the cloud of some sort yeah, yeah. you want to hear okay let so in this documentary there's a guy named named Tristan Harris. Didn't you love all the people in this documentary? I did. They all were smart and articulate and casual. Yeah. That's that's what the tech companies are. Yeah. They're like in t-shirts, just like, hey, I'm the here's smartest what's going person on. in the room. Look at my t-shirt. Yeah, I don't have to wear a coat. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't even have to wear a long sleeve shirt. Tristan Harris is a former design ethicist at Google. Do you want to hear from Tristan? Because mm -hmm. this is, it's interesting what he has to say. You know, never before in history have 50 designers, 20 to 35 year old white guys in California, made decisions that would have an impact on 2 billion people. 2 billion people will have thoughts that they didn't intend to have because a designer at Google said, this is how notifications work on that screen that you wake up to in the morning. And we have a moral responsibility as Google for solving this problem. And I sent this presentation to about 15, 20 of my closest colleagues at Google. I was very nervous about it. I mean, I wasn't sure how it was going to land. When I went to work the next day, most of the laptops had the presentation open. Later that day, there was like 400 simultaneous viewers. And so it just kept growing and growing. I got emails from all around the company. I mean, people in every department saying, I totally agree. I see this affecting my kids. I see this affecting the people around me. We have to do something about this. And so it created this kind of cultural moment that Google needed to take seriously. And then nothing. And then nothing. And I can't remember because I wasn't listening to you. Did you say it changed your behavior after you watched it? Well, one thing that I learned from it was they sell you, right, to advertisers. Mm -hmm. So if you look up something on YouTube, say you look up a music video, and then it ends, and then another one comes up that it's like, what's well, suggested for you? We know you like this sort of thing. And if you click on it, then they know that they've mm -hmm. got you and that they can advertise to you. So they were saying, don't ever click on their suggestions. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was interesting. And I also don't have notifications don't on either. my phone. I don't need it bing bonging all the time with. Yeah, it's always good to go to something rather than having something 
come to you and say, look at me. Yeah. So there are things like that. And I try not to spend too much time on my phone anyway. But I mean, it was interesting. Of course, that's why everyone is so divided, Mm -hmm. right? This documentary is so interesting because it definitely touches on our Mm -hmm. politics, right? Because we've always had Republicans and Democrats and they have, we haven't always agreed on stuff, but these days it's so divided and angry. People are so angry Mm -hmm. at each other. And then you watch this and you realize, oh, that Mm -hmm. this is why somebody just even is curious about a politician. This other stuff comes up and and then it talks about the, you know, Trump and Hillary election. And it's like, whoa, it's very Mm -hmm. surreal. Mm -hmm. And so you you feel like just in general, you try to stay aware of how much time you're on your phone. Yeah, I do. I'm not big on social media. But that being said, I wake up and I look to see what's trending mm-hmm. on Twitter because it gives me a little snapshot of what's going on in the world. It's usually me being hot is what's <laughs> trending. It on. is a lot of hot tig. But here's the thing that I didn't even know. This how naive I was. I didn't even notice on Twitter that there are different categories. And the first thing they show you are trends for you. Because I was like, well... <laughs> Only thing that ever trends is like Larry David and uh, you know um, the flight yeah. attendant, and, and then on the next column it says trending, and it's like oh oh that's what's trending for yeah. other people. I have to I have to tell you I not to pick up my phone right now, but um, when my stepfather died, um, it, it was so hilarious to pick up his phone. And um, see what his phone said. Aww. It's it's really, really funny. Hold on one second. Wait, so you have his phone or you, t- or you sent it to I yourself? I sent it to myself. It says, first of all, one of the alerts on his phone says, Have you ever smoked marijuana? This new formula of <laughs> CBD is a byproduct of, and then I couldn't read anymore, Then the next (laughs) alert on his phone said, Uh weekly report, your screen time was down 47% last week for an average Uh of two minutes a day. (laughs) (laughs) It went down 47% to two minutes. To two minutes. (laughs) He was not someone on his phone. He was, he was one of those on people that was like, oh, I my phone's at my house or I keep it in my uh-huh. glove compartment for emergencies. Uh-huh. Or, you know what uh-huh. I mean? That's so, it's Went cute. down 40. I can't even crunch that math. What does that mean? What was? <laughs> well, I mean, 50% would have been four minutes <laughs> if it went down. So it's got to be I know, but I want an exact number. <laughs> Oh, an exact. Oh, that's what Thomas yeah. is for. Yeah, Thomas, can you let us know what forty-seven percent down to two minutes a day would have been? Did I tell you about the time? <laughs> Probably. Let's hear it again. When? Okay, just stop me if you're like, oh my god, we've heard this story so many mm-hmm. times, I can't. But 
I, one day, this was years ago, I was sitting in my bedroom and my phone just starts buzzing, like ping, 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 like buzzing. People are calling, people are texting, emailing all at the same time. And I thought, oh my God, a war must have just broken out in the world. We need to call Cheryl. (laughs) Somebody text Cheryl. There's a war. And I look down and I see one of my friends said, um, that's a lot of animals. Do you need help? And I thought, oh, that's a weird, a lot of animals for what? So then I start looking at people's messages and my stepdaughter Kira and my daughter Kat had planned a birthday party for me and they sent an invitation to everybody that has ever been on my evite list okay everybody these are celebrities people from preschool people from my ex-husband's family in another state and said um it's a party for me and um what i would really like as a gift is an animal and um the more exotic the better and it's a pool party so bring your bathing suit. <laughs> this went out to 300 people. No, I haven't and heard people this. Were just, and people were just like, wow. I mean, some people were like, it's so good to hear from you. I haven't heard from you in 10 First years. First of all, but thank I've you been for on this. your invite list before. I never got this invite. <laughs> well, this was a while ago. This was okay. a while ago. Anyway, people were... F- flipping out and like what kind of animal do you want and (laughs) i had to like send out an email to everybody saying sorry this is you were hacked i was like don't come to my house as much as i would love to see you in your bikinis (laughs) don't bring me an animal and uh there's not gonna be a pool party i'm sorry but it was like i couldn't even have 300 people that is so funny but anyway, the point is, Tig, sometimes um, social media is helpful. Cowboy Rick's usage the previous week before he died was three minutes and 47 seconds a day. Oh my God. <laughs> three minutes. What did he even do for three minutes? I mean, most phone calls are don't. Our last a lot longer than... I can't even imagine what he did. Aww. I mean, maybe he looked up the weather. Well, CBD. <laughs> Marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that made Aww. me laugh so hard. That was funny. Okay, so back to the social... Oh, we have to take a oh, break. <laughs> and we will be right oh, back <laughs> to talk about... This is what's happening with social media is your uh, attention span. This show. We are the reason. Yeah, but we'll be back. Okay. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are back. We're back. We're getting to we it now. We are getting to it in the final 30 stretch. minutes in, we are going to talk about this documentary. Mm-hmm. Well, what we learn is that in the past, Silicon Valley made software and hardware for money. But now what they sell are their users, more specifically, according to the father of VR. What does VR mean? Oh, virtual reality. Yeah. Okay. Hi. <laughs> Jaron, Jaron Lanier. The ability to change what users do, what they think, and who they are. Oh, was Jaron the guy with the dreadlocks? I think it was. Uh, yeah. yeah. I liked him so much. Yeah. He has, I guess they mentioned it, that he has that book, like 10 Good Reasons or something to get off social media. We have that. Ad- there's no way to know. There's no way to know. But we uh, <laughs> we we have that book here at the house. Um, oh, Stephanie read it. Ten arguments for deleting your social media accounts right now. Ooh. Well, ten, ten good reasons. Close. Maybe I'll read that next. You won't. I won't? I don't think so. Look, I've made huge. I became Leaps vegan. I okay. stopped. From reading? Yeah, from reading. I've stopped reading <laughs> the news. From reading. Yeah. You know what? I've stopped engaging with the news uh, because of you, which and it's been very helpful. Isn't it? I find it because uh, it's like whatever's going to happen is going to happen. You and I can't. And if you can do something, then you should do something. You should yeah. activate yourself and yeah. and be helpful or yeah. donate money or change your Organize. ways. Do something. Yeah. But don't just be a receptacle for yeah. horrible stuff. Yeah. And I still... Stand by, get your five-minute news source in a podcast form, and then move on. I think that's right. Yeah. Advertisers want certainty, and that requires a lot of data. Mm -hmm. Is it data or data? Data. I say data. Thomas? It's either. It's either or. Thomas doesn't know there's... No, some people are very... uh, opinionated about data or data people are very opinionated about (laughs) everything and they're still wrong so what what they talk about in this in this documentary is how these engineers have created this software to be user-friendly and things that would appeal to people one of the guys talks about the like button Mm -hmm. and he thought that it was fun and you know, positive. oh, I like something and positive. You're passing on positivity, and then cut to now suicide rates are higher than they've ever been in tweens mm-hmm. and teens, mm-hmm. and because and they get depressed and upset because of social media. They don't get enough likes. Their people aren't paying attention to them, and it's so sad to hear that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's. It's one of those things where if they could see, if they had more perspective or more wisdom and age, and but you're right. you're caught in that time period, 
And it's so important. Yeah. It feels so important. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but that's also what social media is in general, even if you remove the like button, is people are trying so desperately to get more followers, more followers, more followers, more followers. And that's just another version of like, you know? Yeah. So, And it's an addiction. They talk about it being mm-hmm. an addiction. Yeah. People are addicted. Right. And it is strange. I mean, if you ever, you know, lose your phone, you feel, it's a panic. Uh-huh. You feel like, oh, my God, all my information's in there. I'm sure people are trying to reach me for some good reason at to this To tell moment. you that a war broke out. <laughs> or that 300 people are coming in their bathing suits with animals. With llamas. <laughs> and they wanted them to bring them. She told them to bring them in their own cages. Yeah. And my friend's like, that's a lot. Uh, where are you going to put them all? I'm like, put all what? Um, my animals. <laughs> <laughs> It's hard when you see th- these guys and women. There's a woman named Shoshana. Uh, Shoshana, I mean, very smart woman, had quite a hairdo. Yes, she I'm just, did. I'm just saying, keeping the, that was kind of my hair in the 80s, like the full Farrah Fawcett. The Shoshana? You, ha- you got the Shoshana? <laughs> I had the Shoshana, and I like the Shoshana's keeping it uh-huh. and keeping it alive. But yeah, she was talking about how Facebook influenced users of how to vote in the midterms. And they talked about, they talked a lot about, like I said, politics and how even Russia Mm -hmm. using our social media to influence people. And and one of them, (laughs) couldn't tell you who, was saying, you know, were they breaking the law? Not really. Yeah. They were just they, utilizing what was yeah, right there. Yeah, they were in hiring. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're saying, oh, if you looked up, you know, Trump, then we'll give you all this and we'll give you all this hate about Hillary Clinton. And then you will swirl into this. And that's exactly what they did. And that's exactly what happened. And we're still stuck in it. Don't, yeah. I mean, we're still stuck in it. Oh, my gosh. Going deeper and deeper into it. <sighs> I mean, what's going to happen in the next election? What is going to happen? Every year to come, I know. In, in every area, it's it's. Did, did you watch the movie Don't Look Up? No, it's interesting because, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to get the plot exactly right, but it's something about was it uh, an asteroid that was going to hit the Earth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I don't so know. you know, the asteroid was symbolic for whatever we all think is going to destroy us people the earth how we're all going to die if it's going to be an asteroid if it's going to be a pandemic if it's going to be global warming whatever it is that Mm -hmm. people are afraid of and in the film it was (laughs) it was a parody if you will and there and you had people like saying this is i don't believe in it i don't believe the asteroid is coming and then the other people were like, the asteroid is coming. We've got to do something. I'm going to do a concert. And so people, you know, are kind of like doing whatever they think they should be doing to stop it uh-huh. or to have their voices heard. And then when it, oh, I guess I'm spilling beans. I won't, <laughs> I won't tell you how it ends. But when it seems like the asteroid is coming, then people, you know, and hunker down and do whatever they think they should do before the world ends. Mm-hmm. And then some people were, you know, having dinner with their family and enjoying each other. And you watched it and you were like, oh, that's what I want to be doing. Right? Is hunkering down? Ah, just having dinner. Uh-huh. <laughs> Before an asteroid just takes you out. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. I mean, it's not going to be helpful to be like in the streets, like, we're not going to take it, asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't know. I mean, that would bring a lot of joy to me if I saw somebody <laughs> marching Saying around. That right with... when it got hit, right when they got hit. <laughs> What do, uh, do you feel like we're in uh, end times? Uh, do you feel like the asteroid is coming? I don't know. Yeah, something's going to happen. Listen, something's going to happen to us all. That's just how life is. Oh, boy. You I didn't need to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you think? Do you think a- I don't know. I mean, yeah, it seems like war and climate change and, um, you know. I mean, I'd be happier if it was an asteroid. Let's mm-hmm. just all go together in You'd a flash. You'd go out in a big, with a big smile on your face. Yeah, Yay, I'd be like, asteroid. this is it. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. And then we'd all like move on to the next phase. My feeling is if something is happening, I, I want to be as comfortable as possible. So have dinner with your family. Okay, great. Okay, well, well we're settled on that. Wonderful. Or make out with the person next to you. <laughs> In the elevator. In the elevator. Yeah, well, I have, to you. I have claustrophobia, we learned. Oh, you're not going to be in an elevator. I'm not going to be a fun make out in an elevator. <laughs> you're going to be a panic. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be in a real panic. <laughs> no. <laughs> I need to be with somebody who's just like, eh, fuck it. We're all oh going. My gosh. Let's go down in flames. What if it's me and Mr. Thomas together in the elevator? Oh, you're going to run around the elevator. You're like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And Thomas is just going to be pin me down like, and just be like. <laughs> and slap you in the slap face. Slap me like, in the snap, face. Snap out of it. Yeah. <laughs> snap out of it. And then I'm like, oh, Mr. Thomas. <laughs> and then you'd start making out. Hello. Hello. Um, they said in this um, documentary that fake news on Twitter spread six times faster than real news. Wow. Because it's more sensational and more interesting. And one of them was saying, you know, because the truth isn't that exciting. Which is weird because it is. When there's storytelling in movies, people always say, oh, the truth is way more interesting yeah. than fiction. Yeah. And so, but I guess for our news, you know, because our news is like 24 hours all day long, every mm-hmm. minute, and they want breaking news. And yeah. It's like, how can there be breaking news every 10 minutes? And do you feel like since you've cut back on reading and following the news that when news is breaking that it's shocking? Because that's what I experience. <laughs> I experience that all the time. Where, somebody, where you're like, whoa. I overhear something. I'm like, what happened? And <laughs> it's, it's jarring. Because I don't cheat. I do not cheat ever. And, and look. Well, see, I have good friends that are in the news business. Uh-huh. I hate to toot my own horn. <laughs> but you can, you can be in the news business and not... Right? Share breaking news all the time? Well, we're always doing comedy bits. So I I, I have a thread mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. like comedians and actors and what, and newscasters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it'll be like, they'll say something and then I have to look it up to see what they're talking about. I see. And then I'm like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Okay. Let's just touch on for a minute. Okay. Did you like the, re- the, the it wasn't even a reenactment. It was like a drama little playlet it was 
you know, I went in and out of like, oh my God, this is so dumb to sometimes there was more gravity to a situation when it was acted out. And yeah, um, yeah. and I had to just ignore uh, your, your feelings. <laughs> I just had, yeah, just ignore the, oh geez, the reenactment yeah. vibe of it. Yeah, because it, in this documentary, they they have great actors, by the way, who... Um, like there's a kid in high school and he decides he's going to not use his phone. And mm-hmm. then, the, and then there's a guy in a control room mm-hmm. who's like, oh, we've got to get him back. Mm-hmm. Send him a, an alert that, you know, Jessica. That his Jess- ex-girlfriend started yeah. dating somebody new. Right. And they were like, that's good. That's good. Oh, there's a 78% chance he'll respond to that. And so at he's first engaged like, again. He's, yeah, you know, he's back on his phone. And he's, yeah. And you're like, yibbly. But then you're like, oh my God, he's back on his phone. Yeah. It did work. Yeah. They did nudge him and he yeah. did engage, mm-hmm. which it did make me, okay, I'm just going to say this and people are going to think I'm nuts. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe I'm part computer already. Because I will, let's say I sleep and my legs get really hot and I wake up in the morning and I think, you know what, I've got to find some sheets that will cool my legs in the middle of the night. And I'll look down at my phone and they're like, we've got some bamboo sheets for you. And I didn't even look it up. So can you explain that? You are part computer. (laughs) But other people have said... They have the same thing happening. Uh-huh. Does that ever happen to you? You don't even say it out loud. You just think it and it's like, no, no, we've got the right. Well, I already uh, have bamboo sheets. Oh, do they keep your legs cool at night? Maybe a little, but I'm, I get so hot at night. Yeah. What's happening? It's like my legs are on fire at night. Well, you need to see a doctor. I did. I, this has been happening for 30 years. And my doctor's like, yeah, just uh, don't sleep with covers on. I'm like, mm. That's the, okay. And is this us back on track? (laughs) (laughs) This is us winding up the document. (laughs) Okay, let's see. I'm going to look at our outline and I'm going to bring it home. Technology is an existential threat, not because the tech itself is an existential threat, but rather the threat is technology's ability to bring out the absolute worst in our society. Mm-hmm. So that's terrifying. It really is. It's like a billion of the guys behind me banging on my seat, activating all those guys. <laughs> it's like that guy like going on his computer and be like, has there been a crazy lady that sat in front of you and coach that leaned her chair back two inches? We're not going to take it. You know what? I bet there's going to be some people that write in and are like, I'm sorry, Cheryl. I love you, but I am with the guy <laughs> banging on your seat. Because I feel like there's a real division there, like data-data division, okay? Wait, you don't think that everybody should be able to lean I do, because also sometimes people don't feel well, or your back hurts, or... Right! By the way, mm-hmm. if this guy, if I recline my seat two inches, mm-hmm. and this guy leaned up and said, hey... I'm having a bad day. Mm-hmm. I have long legs. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're doing is really crushing my soul. Mm-hmm. Is there any way you could put your seat up two inches? I would say, I get it. Yeah. 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 I can put my seat up. But to bang on my seat for two hours? Yeah, like some 
crazy animal that was going to yes. show up to your party is <laughs> it's not acceptable it's not acceptable you're like i should take you home and put you in a cage <laughs> uh let's see many of the experts in this doc believe that if we go on this pa- oh, i mean listen i'd hate to bring people down if we keep on this path for 20 more years there may be civil war and ultimately the destruction of the human race they believe that the only way to change this trajectory is to change the laws and create regulations for these platforms that protect users rather than the interests of these incredibly wealthy companies. So there's no regulation. Right. And do you have, are you hopeful that this will be, because I can't remember the woman's name in the documentary, but she said she Shoshana? is hopeful. It wasn't. Shoshana, oh, but it was else. somebody else that just said, I am hopeful that this will change, but it's going to take a very long time. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And that was nice to hear, but I yeah. was thinking, I can't tell lately if I am a negative or positive person, honestly. And a lot of things have been coming up for me where I'm thinking that, where have I become a negative person? Have I... Am I positive? Because I always thought I was positive, but yeah. I will go a lot of times with, that's not going to happen. It's not going to turn around. You know? Yeah. Well, you know what, Tig? You don't need to label yourself. Okay. You should allow, give yourself permission to have feelings. Mm-hmm. Just like I had feelings about the guy behind me. And he had feelings about you. Oh, he thought I was a crazy lady. <laughs> Um, it is hard because there are huge issues at hand, huge issues Mm -hmm. that you just can't, there's so much momentum behind it. You can't even imagine how it's going to turn around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know why I'm going to you for the answer. (laughs) Delete your social media is what they're saying. Okay. Would you ever do that? I like to think that I would if I wasn't in the entertainment business. And do you really feel like it's making a difference in your career? That's a good question. Because I see people with millions of followers yeah. that don't sell out a club or a theater. Uh-huh. I know. Well, by the way, there are also fake followers, mm-hmm. which I didn't realize until relatively recently, probably when the social dilemma came out like i didn't realize you know you can buy robot followers money well spent (laughs) i um i have instagram and it's my cat you know it's the real fluff notaro and my i had management for a short period of time recently and they really wanted me to get way more active on social media they wanted me to be verified and i was Mm. like I don't want to be verified. I don't want to be a part of the rat race of Mm -hmm. social media. Yeah. It's just a step that just does not interest me. Yeah. Uh, I want to post about a show. I want to post about my cat. I want to not post. I want to, I don't want to hire somebody to be posting for me or not in my voice or I just, it just doesn't, I don't know. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, I, I like being able to post like pictures of, you know, oh, on the set, Mm -hmm. isn't this funny or something joyful or whatever. But um, 
And I like being able to tell people when stuff is on and... This is what it. this movie has made me think. Do I just ah. have a website? Do right. I just use podcasts? Is there really a difference in my career? Can I manage without it? Well, you are managing without it. You don't need it. I'm here to tell you. Right. I mean, but I'm on social media. I have my Instagram. It's tied to my Facebook fan page. But also, I'm just like... It's okay. I don't know. I I have to think about it. I'm leaning towards making a huge radical decision. (gasps) Whoa. Yeah. Tig. Okay. Well, I want you to announce it here. Okay. Before you do anything crazy. Okay, Tig. All right. Are you ready... I mean, I think we really gave people a very clear picture of what this documentary is about. I would, even though we don't review movies, mm-hmm. I would highly recommend that people I would watch this. I, I would too. It's very interesting. Yes. Very smart, interesting people are in it and, you know, talk about it in a way that That we didn't. You... <laughs> that we definitely did not even touch upon. Mm-hmm. Tig, are you ready for final thoughts? I am. It's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry? I did not. No, I didn't cry. In my heart and soul, I cried Yeah. for the world and for humans. I know. Deeply, I cried. I know. What's going to happen? Well, we discussed it. Civil War... Civil War, disease, uh, uh, asteroids. asteroids. Okay, climate you're welcome. Change. Snarkbulls. Okay, um, who were you attracted to? Who are some cute people in this? You know, I started to take a second look at that guy. I can't remember his name. He he was Tristan. kind of the main redheaded yeah, guy yeah yeah i know because he's so he's so smart smart and articulate reasonable it, he was yeah mm-hmm. i liked him at first i was just like oh this is just a bunch of a uh, big s- group of smart people and this is interesting and then i was like hello tristan hello tristan so wait are we gonna fight over him or no i've got okay. somebody Who? but you can have tristan thank you i would like tim kendall which one you know, was Tim he? Kendall? He he had dark hair and he has kids and clearly oh, he's married. Right. Yeah. He seems like he works out. I mean, he was a big. He was sitting with a bunch of books behind him. Yeah, his yeah. t-shirt and his muscles. Yeah, but smart. I liked him. Oh but yeah. I oh, yeah, think I did. prefer Tristan. Well, Tim Kendall was the former exec from Facebook, former president of Pinterest, and now he's the CEO of moment i don't know what moment is but maybe we will know soon and it will wreck our lives (laughs) well that's all for this week's episode next week we'll be talking about man on wire which is free on youtube tig would you like to hear some true fan mail really quickly before we go yes please Okay, this is from Jen Jen 2041. Hey, Jen Jen, hey, Jen 2041. Jen. Since this podcast mildly changed my life, I have been actively recruiting listeners. I now identify with Cheryl. Thank you. But in a I've made it to the top of the pyramid sort of way. <laughs> 
is not strong enough. Snurkable for life. P.S. Sometimes I stand in front of the mirror and do the snurkable handshake I made up. <laughs> it ends with each person simulating a clown noise honk. Oh, a clown, a clown no, nose honk on one another while making Tig's noise. Again, it's just me in front of a mirror. <laughs> Still, no shame. <laughs> oh my gosh, I would love to see Jen Jen. This is why we love our snark bowls. I love that Jen Jen's working on the snark bowl handshake that ends with a. Uh, okay, and this is Andrew writes. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Hey. Tig and Cheryl. Hey, girls. Hey. There is no B in on the lamb. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to know. But there was no way for you to know that. <laughs> I love this kind of mix up and I spent all morning imagining Tig and Cheryl on a lamb called Snurkbull riding off into the sunrise. Wee you wee. <laughs> 51 years. I never knew that. I didn't either. <laughs> I honestly, then what does lamb mean? L-A-M? Who cares? No. <laughs> There's no way to know. Well, thank you, Andrew. That's um, that's good to know. It's not a, it's not a lamb. No. And uh, I just want to remind listeners that my Hello Again tour is still going on. I'll be in Santa Rosa April 29th. Also, Los Angeles. I'll be at the Ace Theater for my album release party. On May 14th with my friend um, Karen Kilgariff opening up. She's from uh, My Favorite Murder podcast. Mm -hmm. I'll be in Birmingham May 19th, Nashville May 20th, Amherst, Massachusetts May 25th, Ithaca May 26th, San Diego July 23rd, Victoria, British Columbia August 6th, and Honolulu August 12th. If you want to come see me, get your tickets at tignotaro.com. And I'd also just like to say, you can tune into The Flight Attendant on HBO Max and watch me as a CIA hotshot. <laughs> nice. Okay, you're welcome. All right, Tig. Should we do it again? Yeah, let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willette. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willette with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>